Good afternoon, friends. It's Grainne Tyndall. It's Numbers for Success. And this is another Numbers for Success podcast on all things soul. So, friends, this is an extra little bonus I felt really drawn to doing. And it's a little bit different than my normal um, format. But it's come to me um, by a few people. They've asked me, would I even do this for them? And it's to look at the current state of affairs, shall we say, between Harry, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and what's going on numerology wise uh, for them. Because I know you may like them, love them, loathe them, but let's be honest, they have been quite uh, an interesting dynamic to observe, especially when it comes to working around family tree and family tree healing, which is something I do intergenerational healing with people and clients around the world. And so to actually be able to observe the, shall we say, the shenanigans that is going on between Harry and Meghan and the royal family. I just, a lot of people came to me after my podcast on 666 and asked me would I do something further. So here it is, your wish is my command. So I'm going to tune in as well as use my gifts of numerology, which I do anyway when I do a session. I tune into your soul and I get the guidance. So we're going to have a little look at the soul contracts of Megan and Harry. And it's very interesting. Um, a dear friend of mine, um, Lorraine, she pointed out to me that with the work of um, Amanda Ellis, who is another uh, soul uh, person who I really like, actually, along with Pam Gregory, um, she's very authentic. She actually made a very interesting point, which I actually concur with. And again, it's just my belief, as well as Amanda's, that um, there's a strong possibility that Harry who is obviously a direct descendant of Henry VIII, may in fact be carrying the soul's energy of Henry VIII. And then we need a drum roll. Um, And then there's also suggestion that uh, Meghan Markle may be also carrying the energy of Anne Boleyn. Now, you may not believe that, but I sense that is possibly true because there seems to be a karmic debt that they're playing out and it happens to be on the world stage. Let's be honest, Harry, his real name is Henry, he will and is the double of what Henry VIII, based on portraits, looked like as a man in his late 30s. He's the absolute image of him. And so it doesn't have necessarily to do with the looks, but it's certainly to do with the character, with the soul's contract. So wouldn't that make it a little bit more interesting if you just maybe just put that into the into your um, sort of your mind and feel does it feel right or into your heart and uh, it doesn't have to resonate with you but it might just add a bit more intrigue <laughs> to the soul's contract of these two individuals so as we know they left the royal fold um, a couple of years ago and haven't been seen uh, in the UK for quite some time and with the Queen's Jubilee Um, they made their grand entrance. And what I found very intriguing was compared to their original interview when they announced their engagement, I mean, there is absolutely no semblance of Harry in what he was when he announced the engagement. He was like a a little boy who had um, just, you know, understood that Santa Claus was going to bring him all his presents. And um, even then, it was very apparent that Meghan was in charge 
And that was obvious from the body language, um, the way, as you call it, the Meghan or the Markle grip, where she had the grip of Harry's hand um, on her leg when they were being interviewed for the TV stations. And, you know, with that all that in mind, let's go a little bit deeper. But it was more just the he looked like he was about to cry at any moment whilst in the church commemorating his grandmother's um, jubilee. And there was just such a, almost there was a real depth of anger about him. And, you know, we can understand why um, his choice, himself and his wife's choice was, in their case, to talk about the royal life and also to leave it per se and still wanting to be a part of it but then wanting to leave it and so forth so I guess it's a very old thousands of years institution so it would be a challenge for it to be changed overnight and so Harry was born the 15th of September 1984 and at that time you know when his mother uh, Diana Princess of Wales was pregnant with him there was a lot going on obviously within her own marriage and within her own life she was uh, chronic polemia at the time and also um, her husband had renewed his relationship with his now present wife Camilla Parker Bowles so she was also uh, apparently certainly embarking on her own uh, an affair with um, a, a lieutenant in the army, uh, a Mr. Major Hewitt, who was a bit of a cad. And he and her were having, they were embarking on this sort of a connection. So Harry, whilst, you know, you know, he was, wasn't even, he was in gestation, he would have experienced and picked up all of the intrigue and all of the things that were happening around him. And, you know, being born the 15th day of the month, it adds a tone of self-worth and self-doubt to one's soul's uh, journey. So one of the greatest lessons for Harry is to be able to learn to believe more in himself and to recognise that he's worthy. So um, when he was born, I mean, at that time, Diana was only about 24 at the time herself, but she was a very different person to the young girl that gave birth to William only two years prior to that and that or three years but she had come into her own confidence her own she'd excelled and I've done podcasts on Diana if you check them out I did them last year for her 60th birthday so that'll give you an well it would have been her 60th birthday what her soul's contract was so meanwhile back at Harry there's something about Harry so you know Harry's uh, in her child's age is a six-year-old so um that might have been a difficult time in the marriage maybe they split up at that point i think they actually did so that would have been a huge time of a source of um grief and loss for him harry is a 371 in numerology so he's a one life path and people with his life path are here to work through issues around um recognizing and trusting their own inner wisdom and and also about their inner gifts and all, also about bringing harmony to the world but they're meant to do it in their own way and what's interesting is uh william is an 11 life path which is a double one so the visionary and so forth and you know he's kind of you know institutionalized in that he has been he, the moment he was born a bit like george he was told that you will be king and yet there's something with about Harry that I always feel he'll come up trumps in some way, that he'll find his own groove. And that's what he's meant to do. And I know he was that little bit older. He was in his 30s by the time he got married, which isn't older, but, you know, in terms of, of royalty and so, so forth. But 
The thing with the numbers that Harry has, it's it's always about a sense of betrayal. And people with these numbers, they come in to work through trust issues. And what happens is, or can tend to happen, is that their trust is broken. And therefore, they must learn to trust their intuition for before they make any decision. And so therefore, they tend to you know, reach out to spiritual gurus or to teachers or to people who who claim to know more than they do, which a lot of the time they don't. So that's part of, you know, due to lack of self-trust, um, he may subconsciously be running that pattern. So that's something for him to be aware of. But deep down, people with his numbers are very uh, intuitive and they have a great way of connecting with people, which I believe Harry does. But he's definitely meant to do things his way. He desires definitely security and stability and he also desires, you know, having a home, which he wouldn't have had because, okay, he lives in castles and palaces, but he wouldn't, home was at the heart. His mother was, you know, estranged from them, so that would have been challenging. Now, the ages that are also significant for Harry would have been the age of 12 and 12 was when um, his mother died. So that was a huge loss. Again, the one being a sense of feeling different, feeling abandonment, all of those issues, they're all the issues that Harry must work through in this lifetime uh, in order to feel safe. And so, and then 21 and 30, they're important ages for Harry. So I'm sure there was all various different things going on for him then. And then the next most important age, let's look at the present, will be when he's 39. So um, that'll be uh, next year, 2023. Now, the ages that I've just given we all have soul return ages and these are ages that things tend to happen to get us to remember or to recognize you know what we've actually come in to learn now obviously coming in as a prince of the british royal family you know that's quite a big deal and so i feel 39 his birthday of 2023 is going to be a major major change okay so you heard it here and then 48 57 66, 75, 84 and 93. Now, Harry is currently in his second year of a nine year cycle and year two is about choices, choices and decisions. And it was just after his birthday last year or thereabouts that they, I think they may have given that interview. Actually, that could have been just before that. But the interview with Oprah, which I think was putting the nail in the coffin personally. So the year he's in now is about choices and decisions. And I don't watch the news, but I did see some coverage on um, on social media and it just showed Harry arriving in America after the Platinum Jubilee celebrations or in the church. And he looked so forlorn. He looked desperately, desperately sad. Um, and there was a real sense of confusion about him. And that's what this time for him is about. In his second year, he has to make some major choices because the choices he makes will have a ripple effect, certainly for the next seven years. And it's also about relationships. Year two is about how we relate and it's about supports. Like he's lost all his supports. He's lost his family. He's lost, you know, the essence of his blood and his bloodline. And with that, I firmly believe that his mother is very around him. And, you know, I feel that she, Diana, is sort of expecting him to to work upon 
creating the life he truly wants. And I do believe he's going to do it, end up doing this alone. I truly do. And, you know, I feel whilst he is married to Megan, who we'll have a look at now, there is that sense of, I feel he needs a lot of time alone. And he wouldn't have had much of that, obviously, in the spotlight since the moment he was conceived. And I just feel that this has really brought up so much about family healing. And I feel he's really struggling, to be honest, um, just based on his chart. And it's about his believing in his worth. It's about family. It's about community. And we know that the year 2022 is highlighting that for all of us. You know, how worthy are we to stay in toxic relationships? Are we worthy of connecting in with our soul tribe? You know, your vibe is your tribe, as I'm always saying, attracts your tribe. So for, for Harry, you know, it's very much about he's got to trust his feelings more and his sensitivity and develop the courage to express his feelings. And I feel when he hits his birthday on the 15th of September this year, that's a year where he's speaking his truth. That's a year where he's out there a bit more. That could be the time if he chooses to write that book, yeah, you know, he'll express that. That'll come out. It could be that Netflix series they're talking about. But it could also be coming back together in the um, arms of his family. I'd say there might be, you know, a good bit of work that will need to be done. But I do feel if he can be in his own power, which he's meant to do, that's why he's here to be his own person. Like he is the spare, like there's the air and the spare. And um, as that would have been the phrase that was coined when he was born. But being a one life path, I, I just feel it throws it throws a different dynamic and I know he's way down the pecking order now for that because he's no longer you know George and his and his nieces and nephews are in, in in line now but still I just feel he could be somebody that could be a great guardian to others uh, and I feel he's very much like his mother um, because of you know wanting to be free in many ways and now there's a consequence and then we look at Megan Megan is born the 4th of August, 1981. And with all those fours and eights, you know, her inner child's age is four, whereas Harry's is six. And, you know, Megan's um, life path number is a 314. And that is a tricky number to come in on. It's a tricky vibe. It's not a bad, there's no bad. It's just tricky because she's here to definitely create a home. She's here to feel safe. She's here to create um, a, you know, constructive life, which she feels, you know, she's enough money, that she has stature, she has status. And she's very much here to, you know, be giving and receiving of love. Now, I know Megan doesn't get um, good press anymore. And um, and with, with her combination numbers, I would imagine early childhood was difficult. And I know her parents split up when she was quite young, possibly around the age of four, because that's her inner child's age. But with her combination of numbers, she's really here to learn to create a step-by-step process to have a secure foundation. And she will do everything in her power to get that. So... And many people with this combination of numbers have experienced difficult family histories. Um, it could be, you know, like moving from place to place. Um, it could be physical abuse of some sort. But usually when they have to work through issues around resentment, animosity, misunderstanding, 
um, so that they can rebuild because you can always rebuild, rebuild, rebuild the foundation. But the greatest things that they've come in to learn is to feel safe. Now, I watched Megan and Harry and she just smiled. There was a smile on her face throughout the whole experience, which I felt wasn't real. And um, Harry's face was like thunder. Hers was like, you know, this, like I'd say her jaws must have been in, in jaw lock by the time she'd finished. So she, again, will do everything in her power to feel secure. And like we all do. But you see, she is currently in a going into a nine year. Now, nine is the year of endings, my friends. It's the year we all go through it. It's the end of a cycle. So when she hits her birthday on the 4th of the 8th, 2022, she will be going into her year of endings. So it'll definitely be the endings of what she has created for the last nine years. And in those nine years, she's obviously, she divorced and got married. Well, she got married to Harry, obviously. So there is endings are coming. And then her ages that are significant. We mentioned already Harry's, but hers was the four-year-old, then 18, I think she went to college, 27, and then 36, she got married to Harry. So 27, I think she was, uh, she was in Hollywood. So she was trying to define herself. And the next big age for her will be when she's 45. So that'll be in 2026. So she's currently, she will be uh, 41 uh, this August. But 45 is a big age for her. So, but right now she is in a year of endings. That will continue until the 4th of August 2023 when she starts a brand new cycle. So we have Harry making major choices this year and then going into a creative time. So it'll be interesting to see what occurs. Um, I just feel like together as a union, they make a five um, as a couple. And the five is about adventures. It is about ideas. It is about travel. It's about being free and breaking free. So certainly together there is that. But there's something not feeling right. And uh, I mean, there could be another child even, which may be Megan's way of um, securing her status. That's what I feel. And it may be something that Harry does not want, but I feel she may. And so look out for that. Um, But in her year of endings, you know, she is now going to have to take stock of her plans and there would be nothing worse for someone like Megan because she would be quite controlling with those numbers fours and eights are all about control I'll do it my way you know it's about you know the way I do it is the way it has to be done and I know there was talk and about you know the staff members in wherever they lived Windsor Castle were giving out about her and how how uh, controlling she was who knows but ultimately she needs that to feel safe she needs to be the one who is the matriarch who's the boss whereas so does harry harry even though he's been pampered all his life like a pampered pooch he you know he found his way his own identity when he joined the army is harry wales you know he was just a normal bloke and so now he's back he went back into the limelight and now he's out of it again but let's face it his ultimate blood runs through him is from you know hundreds and thousands of years of royalty 
and I mean he's still an, a man living he's still a soul in human form but this is part of what he has chosen to be in this experience and so I do feel there is some trouble at home I definitely do I do feel that um, you know Megan is here to very much again will do everything in her power to create a sense of feeling safe and you know sometimes there could be that sense of um, almost rigid behaviour in order to get what she wants so and I would say that there is self-doubt there I'd say it takes an awful lot for her while she's an actor to go out there and just to walk as they call it the hall the walk of shame my goodness down that down that um, the, the church uh, the aisle that must have been really really difficult and you could see um, her, his brother William and Kate they were literally gritting their teeth because they're no, they know as we know as I know that they're being watched by billions of people around the world so it's it's an interesting time and I just feel you know maybe Harry and Meghan could work it out my instinct is I don't think it will and I'm not saying I would love it to see that but I just feel there's so much there's so much there I feel Harry has lost himself um, in this relationship now he made a choice and decision to marry her and he has two children um, but you know Megan's coming to the end starting to go into the end of a cycle so things are going to be different and Harry's also going to be starting a time of sort of you know speaking up speaking his truth and being heard but all in all I just feel you know they're at a crossroads you know, but for the grace of God, let's see what happens. But ultimately, it's wonderful and it's to be so curious. And I am very curious about the royal family. And even if you're not interested in them as royalty, it's so curious to watch the interaction between families because what's unfinished in one generation has to be finished in the next. So if Meghan and Harry can kind of clear their stuff, it won't pass down into the generations to come which will be the next kings if there is such a thing. So friends, I hope you enjoy that. I just felt very drawn to doing this. If I can help you find out your king or queen or prince or princess, who you are, what is your soul's contract, please contact me at numbersforsuccess.com. Until we talk again, many blessings.